0: Get to know State Representative Jeff Burkhart on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. From growing up in Woodlawn, his time on the Clarksville City Council, and his first days in the Tennessee House of Representatives. He shares his story with Charlie and Katie, and even talks about some of the most important projects he's working on. On this episode of Clarksville's Conversation.
1: Charlie, this is going to be a fun podcast because we um, we're, we know Jeff so well. He's like a friend, so and we're so excited just to see everything that you got going on
2: thank you i appreciate it
1: welcome welcome to the
2: hometown boy
1: i know i know but we knew him back when he was just jeff
2: Right, I, I still kind of like going by that. It's yeah. Jeff's fine. Jeff's fine. <laughs> yeah. hey, people, I, get, I do get asked that all the time. One of my close guys said, "You know, Jeff's really good. I like it."
1: Jeff works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you've answered to that all your life, yeah. so why not?
2: Yeah, my mother, she thinks a lot of it too. Does
1: she call you Jeffrey when she's mad at you?
2: Oh, I get I get all three. Uh, <laughs> what know, is all three? Jeffrey Daryl Burkhart. So Ooh. yeah, yeah. When I hear that one, I knew I was. <laughs> you, better nice. st- you
1: better step. You better get skippy with yeah. it when you hear that.
2: And he says, "You talking to me?" Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jeffrey Daryl Burkhart. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> hi, hi, Captain.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, welcome. We're excited Thank to have you here.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Now, yeah, let's 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 talk a little bit about Jeff. Let's get to know, let's let the audience know who he is, right? Let's do it. So you grew up in Clarksville, right?
2: Yes, ma'am. In Woodlawn. Yes, ma'am.
1: Please don't call me ma'am. You know, uh, it's just Katie. Uh, yeah, Katie. And if you're mad at me, it's Katie Leanna.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. What is now, yours,
1: Charlie? Charlie
0: what? Uh, uh, well, here's the thing. I, I'm never going to call you by your full name. Because if I get that mad at you, you're probably more mad at me. So I'm just going to go the other way. What direction. is yours
1: though, Charles? What? Charles Edward. Charles what Edward? Okay, now that we got yeah. that, all right. So now you grew up in the Woodlawn area. Talk about what it was like growing up in the Woodlawn area.
2: I uh, wouldn't trade it for nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, probably the main four places you went at, or I went as a child was to school. The church, the hay field, and the tobacco patch. So, where
1: was, did you go to school then?
2: I went to Woodlawn, New Providence Junior High School at the time, and then mm-hmm. Northwest. Okay. So, what
1: did y'all do for fun back in those days?
2: Uh, Strip <laughs> tobacco or. Oh, uh,
1: you work? Know, worked? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> work. <laughs> threw, threw hay bales around. That, mm-hmm. that was. Uh, but, uh, you know, we 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 got out a little bit on the weekends, some, uh, you know, as you got older, but uh, younger, you know, you're pretty much at home, and that's because. Back then, not like it is today. Uh, when you're eight or ten miles out of town, you use 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 long way out of town. Yeah, you know, that's a special trip to get to town. <laughs>
1: well, part of it was a special trip to get to town. Plus, town has gotten gone
2: grown too. Sure, towns towns moved out. Yeah, mm-hmm. towns got messed up you? too. So,
1: mm-hmm. so did your parents buy that farm, or has it been in your family for how long?
2: Uh, my my uh, great grandfather. Okay. Uh, had it, and um, he owns several farms in that area, in Dotsonville area, and um, some of my other distant cousins' fa- uh, families live over in the Dotsonville area, and and, and my grandfather was at this farm in, in off John Taylor, so.
1: So how long has it been in your family?
2: Well, it got out for about three years, but outside of that, oh. Uh, it has to be close to, I'm going to say, close to a hundred.
1: I love those stories like that.
2: Oh yeah, we got out, we mm-hmm. got out of the family for three years, and and, I, and I'll uh, plug Ed and Deb uh, White. Uh, uh, Ed and Deb are well known in, in the Woodlawn community. Yeah. he's a land buyer and stuff like that, and. And I went to Ed, and Ed had bought it, and I and I went to him and said, "Hey, I want to buy, buy that back." And him and Deb were gracious to let me mm-hmm. do that, so I appreciate that.
1: I can see them being that way because yeah. the fact that it was family to you probably meant a lot to yeah, them.
2: It did, and it did, and I appreciate that. Yeah. So,
0: so growing up in in Woodlawn, did you have a vision of what you wanted to do when you grew up? I'm like, okay, I'm going to bust out of this town and go somewhere, or did you just know you were sticking around?
2: Uh. I don't think I ever looked to leave. Uh, if you'd have asked me back, you know, now 50 years ago, probably when I was 10 or 11 or whatever, what I was gonna do, I don't think this is what I would have told you. Mm. Uh, even as people ask me about politics and do you always wanna do this? And I said, if you'd have asked me in 2007, would you ever run for political office? I would told you you was crazy. And <laughs> I ran in 2008. So mm-hmm. I don't know that just that uh
1: What made you decide to run in 08 then?
2: You know, I'd been in the city for a long time and you know, had some un, uh unfortunate circumstances that I left and I thought, you know, it you know, I'd been there for so long uh over 25 years and you kind of get in that mode of helping people or being mm-hmm. a service to people. And you kind of go, you know, I kind of like that. And then, of course, I ran for city council in 2008, and uh, that was good. And uh, so I enjoyed that part of it. So. Mm-hmm. And that's why I did it. Uh, it wasn't nothing about politics. It wasn't nothing about the money. It was just...
1: Well, you don't make a lot of money on the city council, so we know well, it's not about the know, money.
2: They make they make more now than they did. Because uh-huh. when I started, I think it was like two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars a month. It was Ooh. very, you know. Now I think it's on up to about maybe twelve or fifteen hundred dollars a month. But it mm-hmm. wasn't like that then. Didn't don't they attach that now to the mayor's salary? One twelfth. Yeah, one twelfth. Yeah, mm-hmm. of the mayor's salary. That was a and they did that uh, probably around. It probably started in about 2018 or so. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I knew it wasn't much.
2: That's
0: you know, those are busy jobs too. I mean, being being on the council like that, it's not you're not just going in for one meeting a month or anything like. There's a lot more personal time being used that people don't see.
2: Well, you got at least uh, two to three committees a month. You got an informal and a formal, so that's five meetings probably at a minimum.
1: Not to mention the research you need to do.
2: Well, and everything else in between and looking at a drainage ditch or looking at Mm -hmm. a ball field or whatever you're looking at that week. So, uh, plus what's on the agenda. You spend, you know, back when I was on the council, especially as I was chairman of finance for years, and that was probably I enjoyed the most Mm -hmm. Uh, just because I got to learn more. You know, you... You learn kind of how the money moved and how it worked, and uh, what the you know the tax rates and how much the penny is, and you know you got to learn all those little facts that that are useless for any, for for everyday life. But uh, for for that for being finance committee chairman, I it was it was it was really good to understand yeah. it. But
1: so now you're down at the state level. Yes, ma'am. And This you've been there. Quit call me, ma'am. You've been there what just a few months, right?
2: Well, actually, yeah. It's November 8th is election day. You actually start at midnight that night. I didn't realize that until...
1: Is that the biggest surprise for that, you? That was
2: the biggest surprise because uh, what was kind of funny about that, Curtis called me uh, after the election results and said, hey, you need to be in Nashville in the morning at 10 o'clock, I think. And we had a uh, industrial an industrial announcement.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: so, and then...
1: You said yes, sir.
2: I said, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Curtis is a. Uh, Curtis is a. Uh, Montgomery County should be proud of Curtis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montgomery County should be uh, thankful that he is there because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he is a. Uh, all the people in Nashville really look up to Curtis, and, and I do too. And it's nice to be able <clears throat> to walk a hundred or so steps down the hallway and bounce something off, off somebody as, as uh knowledgeable as curtis mm-hmm. so, makes it really nice
1: i agree with that he's a good person too. yeah
2: you can tell
0: you can tell curtis is uh, he doesn't flaunt power or anything like that but he's very influential and to have him
2: serve us is is great yeah uh, yeah the day he decides not to do that we will lose something and uh i told i told him that i said you know you, you know you need to uh really think long and hard before you decide that you're not going to. I said, you just need to keep going. Cause right now the way we're growing, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. having somebody like Curtis up there uh, really helps us out as Montgomery County.
1: So it's you, Curtis, Bill, who am I missing? Ronnie Glenn, Ronnie Glenn. Mm-hmm. And all of you work really well yeah. together.
2: Yeah. We have no, yeah, we don't have any partisan to us mm-hmm. much. If it's for Montgomery County, we're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to try to get it. Uh, uh, I talk to Curtis pretty much every day and and Bill and Ronnie pretty much at least every other day. So, uh, But it's been uh, very uh, uh, educational uh, to learn all this stuff.
1: So being new, like being a freshman, isn't that what they call it? Mm-hmm. So what are some of the biggest things that you weren't <laughs> expecting or biggest surprises?
2: Um, how well something that large works. Okay. Uh, you know, Basically, 132 different, plus plus the governor, and so really 133 people, uh, plus all the staffs and everything. So, 99 members in the House, uh, 33 over in the Senate, and how well everybody works together, trying to, you know, and, you know, whether you're Republican or Democrat or whatever, 80, 85% of the time, everybody's on the same page. You know they're mm-hmm. all working for the same thing and you know you get your parts and stuff going on but for the most part people are just uh trying to do what's best for their county and everybody's in it for their counties and, as they
1: should be they're they elected be. to yeah
2: and in it for their districts and that's what uh uh that's what everybody's up there for so uh but everybody working together is really good so, mm-hmm. and I, I I really got some good committee assignments and I appreciated that and so so, do you when committee
0: assignments? Do you like say these are the things I'm interested in, or do they just say,
2: "All right, Burkhart, this is what you're doing"? That's I a got, good question. I got I, I listed my top three yeah, of okay. what I wanted to do. Fair enough. And I got two of them. Uh, the one I didn't get, uh, Curtis says you're very lucky you didn't get it uh. because <laughs> it was finance. And uh, he said, "Though," the, and, and now I know what he why he said that because they started meetings. Probably a couple of weeks before anybody else. Yeah. Had budget hearings that started. And they're still in them, I think, unless they just ended. So, uh, but I got, I got I got on transportation and commerce and local government. And uh, I got on elections. And I'm missing one. Oh, business, business and business, utilities. Business and utilities. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably the one that's, uh, that one in commerce are probably the most fun because it's really figuring out. What's uh, the stuff that's really going on inside the state? So it's pretty. That's a pretty good committee.
1: That's interesting. So the uh, business and utilities is that um, basically talking about businesses coming and all. I mean, working with TVA,
2: TVA, CDE, Mm -hmm. CDE, broadband in the county, in the in the rural areas. You know, anything that's going on with Mm -hmm. with uh, anything utility wise or uh, business wise, and that's just a subcommittee of commerce. Mm-hmm. Which I sit on also, so that's uh, oh, gotcha. Really, to you know how it's broke down. I didn't, I didn't really realize it until I got up there that uh, you have transportation or commerce or all these other committees, and and then there's subcommittees under those. So you know, most of the time if you're on this committee, you'll be on one of the two subcommittees. So, gotcha.
1: So. Okay, interesting. So, I didn't know so that people
2: see these
0: committees you're on, and then do you get calls from not only uh, you know, I want to say PACs or whatever people that are lobbying all the time. But do you have constituents call you, like on certain issues?
2: Yeah, I have. I have certain uh, constituents that call me on every issue. Uh, uh, I really do. Uh, not probably one or two who do yeah. that, uh, but for the most, I talk to. I haven't talked to. Uh, Every county in the state, but I've talked to a large majority of yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, different, you know, if not talked, but at least by email, uh, they'll get on a subject, and it could be some about, uh, and I'll just pick one: closed primaries in the, in the elections. Mm-hmm. That was a big hot topic, or uh, the choice lanes that the that the governor's uh, got in his budget. That's a that's a hot topic, you know. So. Uh, you get into different issues like that. You'll hear from yeah. everybody all over the state.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, the communication with constituents in your spot now versus city council is a little bit different.
2: Yeah, you know, you you know, you basically traded probably eleven thousand for seventy-five thousand. Yeah. So that's a you know six or seven times what what you had, uh, which is no problem. Uh I I wish that uh uh I wish that I could talk to more people uh on a daily basis uh from that are my constituents. Uh and I try to reach out to them like uh you know, I try to reach out if there's a if there's a something local going on, uh and I'll just uh I'll just pick on the Dotsonville Community Center. They have a meeting out there once a month. I try to get there on Tuesday nights because mm-hmm. I wanna know what's going on. You know, and if I can get in the area for something going on, I'm going to try to do that. Are, are you involved in
0: the uh, memorial extension expansion <laughs>
2: <We're> <laughs> or not, improvement? I don't know what the word we're using is. We're but. not. I'm not involved in it. I've been. I've been <clears throat> trying to get that done for 20 years. You know, I thought uh, ever since I've been on the council, uh, and I say 20 years. Probably it's probably haven't been that long, but probably 15. I've been saying, you know, Memorial Drive extension could take so much pressure off Madison Street out there at Walmart if we could just widen that, bring it around to Old Farmers Road, and that just relieves so much. Mm-hmm. I don't so
1: much think they road. are bringing it around to Old Farmers Road though, are they?
2: I don't know. I, I haven't seen so. the plan. Yeah, I haven't seen these. It sure plan. needs to.
1: What I, I saw agree. on Clarksville now, I didn't see it going through there. I mm-hmm. thought I saw it extending it, but not. I agree with you because I actually we did a podcast about yeah. that yesterday. I don't think it is connecting the two, but it would be yeah. smart.
2: Yeah, it just makes so much sense that because because everybody could just go right down Old Farmers Road, and they could either go out XL, go out 41, get yeah. over mm-hmm. to 12, whatever you need to do would just take that so much off, so much pressure off Patterson Street. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: Well, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out because you're talking about needed, but then the growing pains mm-hmm. when that's going on. It's well, be,
1: and all the right-of-ways through there with all the yeah. families that live be on that road. There's a lot to
2: it, but I mean, stuff's got to be done. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some uh, the right side of the road going down Memorial gets tight a few places, but yeah, um, yeah. I know there's some farmland down through there that's not developed yet, so that would be a good spot to do. Yeah, you know, if you're going to do it now, now's the time to do it. Yeah, uh, probably. 20 years was probably the right time to do it, but it's it's yeah, there, up a little bit since then.
0: There's a lot of development happening off there, and it's going to get really, <laughs> yeah, really hairy it's gonna get, get
2: really It's going to get really busy over there.
1: Yeah. Oh, it sure is. So. so what are some of the things that are near and dear to your heart that you're working on right now at the state level?
2: Well, traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's
1: I, I near talk, and dear to all of our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I talked
2: to TDOT. I uh, got an email from them yesterday. Uh, working on 374 out, going to uh, trying to get it over to Dotsonville Road uh, mm-hmm. first, and then trying to get it across the river later. Uh, it's a two-phase project that uh, been working on. Uh, t- just talk to just talk to Tdot about uh, everything from the intersection at McDonald's and down to what I'll call the Oshonies now, uh, restriping the restriping that light that light that. Uh, at the light down there, because it's terrible when it rains. Same thing. It is terrible when it rains. Same thing at Madison Street and 76. Uh-huh. They're supposed to be restriping that this week. Uh, because if it rains out there at, at night, you can't see either. So. Is, it,
1: is it the paint they use? Because I agree with you on that.
2: Yeah, it's just, they, I, and I asked the TDOT people to use something more, a little bit more reflective, and I got an email yesterday, and they said they were going to do it, and they were going to use some better paint. Yeah, because
1: so, I, 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 I've heard people complain about that. So,
2: hope, hopefully that, that happens in the next uh, week.
1: Well, it needs to happen.
2: It definitely needs to happen.
1: So when's this session over, Jeff?
2: Mm, that's a great question. I'm going to say probably about a month.
1: Okay. And then you're back home for how long?
2: Well, back home uh, till January. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, it'll be, I'm sure there'll be some some meetings called and some committee meetings called. And uh, because you serve on the committees no matter what. So if, they, if there's a transportation issue in June, then, then you got to go have that meeting. We'll go have that meeting. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and then, uh, then we'll be back at it in January and try to, uh, try to realign and get going and get some more things done. We've had a good session. We've got a lot of stuff uh, through. What uh,
1: are some of the things that got through mm-hmm. that um, people would
2: want to know about? Uh, the choice lanes, I think, was probably the hottest issue. Talk about
1: that just a little bit. Just tell people what is choice <laughs> lanes.
2: It's basically the, the interstate lanes that are there now will stay. Uh, Tennessee is very, uh, taxpayer friendly.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, uh,
2: as far as debt per capita and, uh, taxes per capita, we're the, we're the lowest in, in the nation in both those categories. As far as TDOT is concerned, since 1974, TDot has never borrowed any money to build a road. okay? They have uh, always worked with cash. Uh, no bonds, no anything. So they're very proud of that, and, they, and uh, there's only seven states I believe in the, in the nation that that are that way. So what the choice lanes are is a private contractor comes through, leases the land from the state, most time in the middle, puts in choice lanes and they will pay if you want to use the two lanes that are there now you use them if you want to pay if you're in a hurry got a doctor's appointment whatever you can pay to use the choice lane income if it's two o'clock in the morning you want to stay in the free lane but if it's if it's five o'clock in the afternoon you want to get home for a kid's ball game or whatever you can use that lane
1: so the choice lanes will they be in the median
2: (coughs) i think they could be either i I think i don't think there's a
1: But they would be new built roads.
2: They'd be new roads. And a
1: private contractor would pay for that.
2: Yes, ma'am. And what they could do from that is, you know, like, let's just use us in Nashville. We could use those two. Let's just say they build two lanes. We could go two lanes to Nashville in the morning and bring those two lanes back in the afternoon. You know, they they, they could flip them.
1: Yeah. So is there a. Contractor around the country that that's their business. That's what they do already.
2: There there are contractors out Uh there. Like in Florida, I think there's maybe eight or ten states that already do this. Florida, Texas, uh, Georgia does it. uh, Some in the maybe the Carolinas and West Virginia. There's some states around. So uh, you know, a lot of people think they're toll roads, and they're not toll roads. Uh, You don't if you don't want to use it, you don't use it. But the best part about That's a,
1: the difference. Yeah. On a toll road, you don't have a choice. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're going to pay. Yeah. This way, you know, there's been a, the, the number I've heard has been as much as 30% will use the choice lanes. Well, if I'm going to Nashville today and there's 30% less traffic, I'm pretty happy mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, yep. three out of 10 cars are not there. You know, that that changes everything. And if, if somebody else will pay. Mm-hmm. To, to use those lanes, it frees it up for everybody else. So,
1: so and I'm just, I'm, there's been talk about hopefully or wishing that we could uh, widen 24 to Clarksville. Would that alleviate the need for that?
2: Well, that's what the, that's what part of that is okay. for. Uh, I, I know that in my email yesterday from TDOT, I know they're working on exit from the state line to exit 11 is under, you know, they're under mm-hmm. right away now. Trying to get right away for that extension already. So if we can uh, uh, keep that moving uh, between that's that area, that helps a lot. But mm-hmm. I think the most of the most of our concern is between here and Nashville. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there like a?
0: Uh, I'm gonna get this number wrong, but like a 28 mile gap that's not being
2: widened on the interstate. It's basically from tw- you might as well say mile marker 12 to to uh, exit 40. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. It's pretty
1: close. And, and I, I don't know, <laughs> I, when I ask this question, I haven't heard anything. I'm just asking it. Is there any talk of the exit six? I know that that's been a talk for years. It
2: comes up. Um, I haven't been any any met in any meetings this year that's talked about it. I know the that's something that the, uh, the city or county industrial board would like to see. We would probably like to see it. The only part the only part that's probably a problem is all the infrastructure all the all the businesses that are already there i think is going to be the main thing. you know we might want to look at uh and I've talked to uh, mayor golden and mayor Pitts both and said you know maybe the answer is an exit only you know mm-hmm. instead of instead of having them get back on there you know if we could just get an exit off each way maybe that's just the answer and not try to get them back on because we can get back on at exit eight or full. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. So
2: maybe we just get off, just get off with, a, with, an, with an off-ramp.
1: So. Mm. Well, I know infrastructure is a hot topic for everybody. When, the, when there's a wreck on the interstate, you can't even get down Warfield.
2: No, ma'am. No, I agree. I mean, you can't get down, you know, uh, Warfield. Uh, last night uh, I was going to go into town about 5, and uh, Wilma Rudolph was, was shut down. I, I, I assume there was a wreck or something going on down mm-hmm. around Craft uh, around Street area. So traffic was backed up. And the same thing happens. If I-24 has a wreck, with Waze now and all the ways that people use their electronics to get around town, they automatically just start jumping off and, and mm-hmm. Warfield goes and, get, and gets, back, gets backed up.
1: Well, I have to go down 41A to go home. And I know if I see diesels on 41A, then there's yeah. a wreck somewhere on the interstate.
2: Something's going on. Something's is, happening. Is the hiccup on Warfield still that bridge? Yeah, the widening is, of that bridge. Yeah, I think any time you get into a road project, uh, if there's not a bridge involved, uh, it goes a lot smoother. But when there is a bridge involved, uh, I think the same thing could be said of Trenton Road uh, at Spring Creek with the bridge there. Uh, I think that's moving too. But again, the uh, and again, that's the reason for the choice lanes. If they can get. Private companies to invest the money uh, on the interstates that lets them do more of the local projects in the rural areas that they want to do, as far as Trenton Roads and, and 374s and stuff like that, that are also state owned. So, uh,
1: the thought that I just had if private com- companies build that, does the state have to hold them accountable for a certain level of maintenance and so forth? Because, yeah. you know,
2: they'll, they'll, they'll have to Not all built.
1: companies are run the same.
2: And it's all to the contract, however they write it. You know, maybe the state mm-hmm. may say, look, We'll give you a dollar, or we'll give for every. We'll give you ten percent, fifty, if you'll do the mm-hmm. maintenance and do the salting and do the scraping. You know, it, and it could be wrote up any different way. Yeah,
1: I didn't think about it, even salting, scraping, and all that stuff. You're right.
2: So mm-hmm. I'm sure the state will be involved some, uh, but it, but it's another way for uh, some revenue for that money. Not only the money from the gas tax to be used mm-hmm. in rule, but also the money that we make off that to be to be. Mm-hmm. Used in rural. So
1: Well, before we go, is there anything you'd like to say to our listeners?
2: No, just thank you for the opportunity. I, I really enjoy being the state rep for the district and, and, and all of Montgomery County, really. I, I don't think there's any of us up there who <clears throat> think we're uh, not working for the entire county. Of course, we take care of the problems in our districts. That's what we do. But if there's something that's good for the whole county, whether it's an industrial announcement or jobs or i-24 you know we're Mm -hmm. all about it so uh it's just a privilege to get to to uh, represent everyone and and i and i'm very thankful for the opportunity
1: well keep fighting the good fight for us
2: yes ma'am thank you for joining us thank you thanks man thank you subscribe to
0: clarksville's conversation wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on a single conversation